Hello and welcome back to the talk with Rani M. Before I get on to today's episode, I would like to do a check-in just to check on how you are doing today. I will start off by checking on your body because this is still the body series. So, how is your body feeling today? Is your body feeling heavy? Is your body feeling light? Um, are you able to do your breath exercises just to feel present, you know, just to feel a bit more relaxed? Is your jaw clenched or is your jaw relaxed? Are there any body parts that feel tense today? And are you doing something to help them feel less tense or help them relax? Um, are you eating properly? Are you staying hydrated? Um, are you fitting in some exercise just to keep your body moving and healthy? Are you sleeping well? So how is your body? Are there any body aches? Are your shoulders relaxed? Or do you feel like you're carrying so much stress on your shoulders? Okay. And then now I want to check on your mind or your heart. How are you feeling in your heart? How are you feeling in your mind? Are you worried about something? Are you stressing about something are you able to be in the present moment or maybe you're stuck in something that happened or maybe you're worried about something that will or might happen so how are you feeling are you relaxed uh, are you happy are you sad how are you feeling today again and are you making time for self-care are you making time to be with people who make you feel good? Are you checking up on your family, on your friends? How are you and how are the people around you that matter most to you? I hope that things are going well. And if things are not going so well, I hope that over time they become better. All right. So now I'll move on and get on to today's episode. Today's episode is titled Putting the Body in Check, Policing the Body. Putting the Body in Check, Policing the Body. Um, this, is part, this is part three of the body series. We've had uh, two parts already. The first part on the body series focused on introdu introducing the series and also on the body and identity. Because before we speak, before we communicate anything, our own physical bodies give out a lot of information about who we are, you know, mostly our demographic information, such as our race, or whether we have a disability or not, um, our gender, and all of those things. Our bodies communicate volumes. 
and they help us in forming part of an identity uh, and then episode two or part two of the body series focused on the body and trauma reminding us that our bodies go through a lot to keep us alive and that without our bodies we cannot really exist in this planet so reminding us that we need to take care of our bodies we need to appreciate them more because of how much they take to keep us alive to help us enjoy that the things we enjoy um now i'll move on to today's episode which i'll remind you again that it's titled putting the body in check body policing putting the body in check body policing so what comes to mind when i say putting the body in check or body policy what feelings do you have what thoughts do you have and why do you think you have those feelings or those thoughts why do you think you react in that way when i speak about the body uh, policing the body and putting the body in check are they good feelings are they negative feelings what's coming out of your own thoughts and your own heart regarding the body and policy right okay and if you can't think of anything if nothing comes to mind or you don't feel anything when i say putting the body on in check or body policy why do you think that is why do you think that's your reaction and why do you think what what do you think that is communicating okay so i'm going to start off by defining terms today policing what does policing mean policing means enforcing rules enforcing rules some of the rules are spoken and some of the rules are implied so policing is all about enforcing rules and then body policing refers to behavior which directly or indirectly indirectly intentionally or non-intentionally attempts to correct or control a person's actions regarding their own physical body and oftentimes regarding their gender expression or the size of their body and why is the body policed so it's sort of to make sure that the body conforms to so, so social norms or societal norms so the body is policed so that it conforms to social norms or to conform in spaces in certain spaces you know in spaces where maybe a dress code or a certain hairstyle or whatever is deemed appropriate this makes me think of like church you know churches are very particular about how you dress or if you think about 
the work environment they are also particular of how you dress so that you come across as professional so those are examples of policing the body and forcing rules on the body so I'll, i want to ask you why do you think we police the body i've said to ensure that we conform or to conform to social social rules but why do we have to conform to social rules what do you think it is all about in my own op- opinion i'm sure you also have your own opinion about why the body is policed um yes uh it is all about showing power who has the power in society and all of that but in my own opinion it's mostly because the body has the capacity to to communicate a lot of things you know and because the body can communicate a lot of things in these spaces if i were to disconform or not follow those particular rules i'm already communicating something which may shake or challenge people's held views about myself maybe my own standing in society as a woman and all of that or their own opinions on how women should a woman's body should be and all of that so because the body com- communicates it not being polished or it not um not conforming to the social rules it challenges certain things that are held strongly in society i'll just give an example of the church again you know what if i go to this church that's very particular about the dress code the the moment i enter the church everybody is going to look at me because my body is communicating something and it's also making them feel a certain way it's challenging their own views about how a body should be dressed when coming to church so your body speaks volumes i'm also curious about what your own thoughts about body policing are do you think that body policing is important in society or do you think that it is not important at all and why do you have those particular opinions and all of that all right uh so women in particular are the most policed women's bodies are policed more often than male bodies again it has to do with power in society because men still have more power over women in society so it's easy to police women's bodies and when women disconform to those um social norms that challenges men about their own power in society you know like what does that what does it mean when women no longer listen to what we've been telling them you know uh how do we move forward from all of that so women's bodies are policed more you know women are told uh that if they dress a certain way they won't be respected 
their reproduction is also polished you know oh you're this age you don't have children yet uh, your body is aging so please work on that or no you can't have this many children because it will do this and that your body or you need to have this many children because of this and that so there's a whole lot of policing when it comes to women's bodies um, sometimes it's it's about the sizes of women's bodies oh no you're too fat or you're too skinny you should eat less or you should eat more uh, you should walk in this way you should do that in whatever way you should wear tight or lose clothes like all these voices that we hear about our own bodies and we also because we've all internalized all those messages we also do it to ourselves as women you know another woman woman will tell you no you can't do that you can't dress in that way you should have kids you should do that uh da 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 or you also do it yourself you're like oh shucks i shouldn't dress in this way i shouldn't do this my hair should remain this size and all of those things because then again what will society think of me if i present in this way so body policing is mostly those unwanted comments about our identities or about our bodies again i'm linking the body to identity because as i've said on part one of this body series the body and identity are very linked they are sort of one thing um yeah so i'm gonna give examples of time oftentimes when our bodies are policed whether we are male or female our bodies do get policed but before i get into that i would just like to say that even people close to us you know even if it's not meant in a malicious way people still find themselves commenting on other people's bodies you know like uh, maybe you go home from college and then one of your aunts goes like oh no you've gained so much weight you need to do that and that or you're too skinny you need to eat more and all of those things you know so those things do affect us even though we don't we may not really be aware of their effects on ourselves so i'll get on to the different examples of how people's bodies are policed you know so it's certain comments like oh you're too thin you're too fat you're too tall you're too short you're too heavy you're too flat it's almost as if you can never just be you know because if somebody tells you that you're too fat and then maybe you do work on it and you become skinny then somebody will be like no you're too skinny so it's hard to tell what people want from you because they want so many different things and some things you can't even change you know your height you can't change your height you just have to live with it you know and still that is not going to stop people from talking about it um other comments about our clothes you know wear certain clothes and all of that because this and that and that and that other comments about our own hair you know uh no your hair is too long you should cut it or no you shouldn't have short hair 
no you should not be you should not go bald because you're this and that and that and that or you're too hairy you know especially women you know they'll tell you oh no your legs are too hairy you need to wax or shave your legs or you're not ha- hairy enough and these may these may apply mostly to males you know they're like no you don't have beard and all of that this makes me think of um my younger cousin he came to visit last year december for the holidays so on random days like randomly he would just say to me oh look at my beard it's growing you know which also emphasized how much pressure is put on men as well to grow a beard and all of that so he's still a teenager he's still developing but at the same time he wants to show that yes i'm getting there my beard is growing um another example it's about uh makeup you know wearing makeup or not wearing makeup so for myself because i'm a very natural person prefer natural things some people would be like why don't you wear makeup even just for one day we just want to see how you would look and all of those things but my inner voice would be like but i don't want that i like myself this way i i don't like such things and all of that so yeah there's a lot of things that people put on other people you know just so that you conform to certain societal norms because it's very common for women to wear to wear makeup then why don't you wear it as well or sometimes you do wear makeup and then somebody goes like why are you wearing makeup so you can never really win when it comes to body policing and others it's about the pitch of your voice i think this also applies more to males yes it does apply to women where they'll tell you that oh you have such a deep voice for a woman or your the pitch of your voice is too tiny it's annoying you know those kind of things and then with men they'll be telling you that no the pitch of your voice is too tiny it needs to be broader and stuff like that uh another thing is also about your skin complexion whether you're too dark or you're too pale um other things involve being told that you're too masculine or you're too feminine or you're not masculine enough or you're not feminine enough regarding feminine i've also had femininity i've also had an experience whereby somebody told me that uh this time I still had my dreadlocks somebody told me that uh why do you have dreadlocks why don't you cut them because they are not feminine and then this other time I got a tattoo and then the same person still goes like why did you get a tattoo it's not feminine so such things happen so oftenly and sometimes we let it go and other times we don't so sometimes it's difficult when being feminine is just attributed to how you present physically and not about the energy that you give off or your own actions so it's these push and pulls that are very difficult to maneuver when it comes to policing the body and then uh sometimes bodily functions are polished you know like sweating like as a woman sometimes you're expected not to sweat which is so weird like my body is trying to 
cool down and stuff like that why shouldn't I sweat you know why should I be so feel so icky about my own sweat or menstruating for example women sometimes suffer because because of like their own menstruation cycles and they are not accommodated in society and people don't want to talk about it most times uh, and then uh, the last thing the, the last example that would that I would like to give is um, about certain shapes or certain sizes of the body or body parts you know maybe they'll tell you no this part of your body is too big or it's too small you should work on it and other times it's things that you can't even work on it like you have your ears are too big or too small okay what must I do now (laughs) should I go change my ears you know so it's very difficult and because it's so difficult and most of these things are things that you can't really change I'm not saying that you should change your body to fit into all these body ideals whatever but i'm just saying that it's not like i can change my body height and stuff like that so why do people still comment on that um and then this also links to the effects like how do these comments affect us you know yes they do affect our mental and physical health in different ways mental health because we're internalizing a lot of people saying negative things about us especially things that we can't really change that are about our identities you know that also that also relates to how we fit into society it's as if society is rejecting you so what does that do to your own mental health are you constantly worrying about what people will think of you? Um, do you, uh, do you get like anxiety symptoms? Do you feel depressed because you feel rejected by everyone? In terms of physical health, do you end up uh, in engaging yourself in excessive exercise or not eating well or overeating and all of those things just so that you can fit into these idols? And then these also affect our self-esteem or self-confidence, and re- which results in self-doubt. So if people are constantly telling you that you're not good enough or whatever, then that also does have an impact on your self-esteem. And then sometimes people develop obsessive thoughts about their self-image. So you become so concerned with your self-image that... You, that also stops you from enjoying certain things in your life because you just feel like I should just keep on working on my body. For some people, they develop disordered eating because of all of those voices. Other people develop a lot of shame about their own bodies. Um, and then for the physical health, other people develop a lot of di- digestive problems, headaches and everything relating to trying to fit into body idols so i'm gonna leave you here for today but before i leave you for today i hope i gave you enough things to think about and also gave you space to be aware of how you contribute in society about policing other people's bodies and just to think about how that would make other people feel also thinking about how you police your own body and how does that make you feel 
and also taking note of when other people police your own body and how does that make you feel and help them be more aware of what they are doing our bodies are unique so everybody's going to have a different body and it's not going to be it's not going to fit into any standard because we are all different people and remember that our your body or our bodies keep us alive they help us get from point A to point B they help us feel and they help us express love and receive love from people close to us um and they also help us experience all the things that we we enjoy in life so i'm going to leave you i hope you have a lovely day or night or whatever time you listen to it and i hope you're going to be more aware of your own body policing and how you also police other people's bodies and that the body doesn't really need to be put in check it is what it is and you can't really change much about it and if you want to change parts of your body make sure that you're doing it for yourself and not so much so for society and its own rules all the best cheers Thank you.